Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number... 346. 346. Like the one after 345 and right before 347. I was just happy to get over 345 because I was convinced that it happened like five podcasts ago. Um, As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is... Understand your target audience before starting SEO. Yeah, before you spend that time doing keyword research, writing content, understand what your audience is looking for, how they search, the device they use, and that way when you do your SEO, you can be more targeted and have a better result. Boom. That's the period on yeah, the end of everything boom. that happens, right? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, please remember we are filming live here in Houston, Texas, yep. and Chuck and I, Charles and I, we are your friendly local neighborhood top top position position snatchers. snatchers. And our mantra is... Not be a douche. Don't be a douche. It is not a good look. It is not a good look. Um, Hey, we've got a pretty good article today. I know we're talking about... Things that have changed in SEO. So the homie Jason Demers and the good folks over at Search Engine Land posted this article. Eight ways SEO has changed in the past 10 years. 10 years. Eight ways. So we'll look at those eight ways, but then we'll also tell you what you should have done because of that change. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So um, if this is the first time you've listened to the podcast, howdy. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Glad to have you. Yes. If you have watched this podcast before, you understand exactly why I have this tear tattoo. I, saw, I, mean, right. look, I heard the, the, the tattoo gun going. I tried to keep the screams to a minimum this time. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Every time we don't get a, tattoo, a, a, a review, I add a tear tattoo it gets removed every now and then, but yeah, uh, yeah I've got a tear tattoo. So we usually run a, I don't know, special competition, competition, a special promo a, a thing. We'll call it a thing. <laughs> We're here in Texas. And the way it works is if we get a review and we get 10 shikos. Yeah, then shikos are eWeb branded term for social engagement. So that shares, likes, or follows. If we get that review and those 10 shikos, then we don't tell you how to leave us a review. This time, we didn't get the review, and we didn't get yeah, the Shiko. Yeah, we like low on Shikos also. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, the tear tattoo magically disappeared. <laughs> we do have a review. What we don't have is the 10 Shikos. Yeah. You going to kick me in the shin? Is that what you're... Yeah. <laughs> I deserve a kick in the shin. So we do have a review. We don't have the 10 shikos that we need. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. We didn't have much We didn't have much, much, much social so engagement. So now we're going to teach you how... I think we got a thumbs up on Facebook Live because I just got shot in the mm-hmm. head. I think that's... I think that's how that works. They liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so, especially for that. So, uh, now what we're going to do is tell you how to leave us a review. And there's a couple of ways. One of them it has just three steps. Go on to iTunes, create an account, and write, write a, a review. review. Hopefully, you will make that review five stars. Uh, and when you do, go ahead and send an email to podcast at eWebResults.com. And uh, let us know you left us that review so we know to look for it. Another thing that you could do is you could go to our G- Google My Business page yeah. and you could leave us a review there. Now, uh, I could give you this really long URL and it would suck and it would take most of this podcast because mm-hmm. that's how Google My Business is. Or you could just do this. Go to eWebResults.com slash Google plus or slash Google plus or slash G plus or slash G plus. All of those will take you to my, in fact, it takes you to a search result page mm-hmm. and, uh, and then up will pop up our reviews and you can click it and leave us. You a could review. also go plus.google.com slash eWebResults. 
I didn't. I didn't know. That. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> so you could do that also. There's all. I would just do the eWebResults.com/slash/gplus. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Stitcher. You can yeah. leave us a review on Stitcher. All you need to do is go to our website, eWebResults.com, and then get over to. You'll find Stitcher. Actually, go into one page, and then you'll go to. You'll find a link to Stitcher. That'll get you there. Yeah. If you go to eWebResults.com/slash/seo/podcast, right. right. Go to that page right there in the sidebar. You will see. The Stitcher logo. Click the Stitcher logo. As soon as you get to the site, right at the top, it says write a review. We show appreciate it. Hopefully, that review is five stars. All right. So, that's how you can leave us a review. Um, let's see. What's next? The next is, hey, you can follow us and you can shiko us, and we really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. If you want to get connected to us on our profiles on each of the you know social media platforms, let's just kind of go through those real quick. They are Facebook.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Twitter.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, and LinkedIn.com slash company slash results. All of those are our profiles. Please shiko us there appropriately. If you are a PHP genius or a yeah. WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you. Go ahead and call us and leave an audio resume. That phone number is 713-510-7846. Um, you can get a free comprehensive profit, profit website analysis. And you can get one of those by going to our website, eWebResults.com. And you cannot miss the... What color yeah, is click it? the big lime green, eWeb green button. Yep. Uh, I like eWeb green better E-web than lime green. green. <laughs> yeah, e-web green. It's not lime. It's actually eWeb green. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see. And that's it. And I think we... Do we have any cat? No algo cat today. There is no algo cata- algorithm cataclysm. So we're going to jump right into... News. P- let's do some news. All right. First off, anybody seen the Microsoft Surface Studio this computer awesome. ad? I want one. Yeah. And I'm not even a fan of Windows 10 or Microsoft devices. And I want one. I, me too. Yeah. 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 I'm not a fan of, of, of none of that. But yeah. I want one of those though. I wanted it by the time they... So the music is one of the songs from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And right when they were like just showing the intricate designs of the springs involved in this mm-hmm. device and that music, I was like, I, I, want, I want one of those. Yeah. That's, that was pretty cool. That's what I want. Great video. So go check that out. How, 10 million views in seven days? Yeah. All right. Um, this was it interesting. It looked like it probably cost. I, I don't know what four the grand. Price, four grand. Yeah. I was gonna say five. So. Yeah, it's four, four grand. grand. It's a bargain at four grand. Um, <laughs> three members of Apple's PR team have left for car companies. I thought that was interesting. I didn't get into more details of that particular article. Like what role? Mm-hmm. You know, how does that make sense? Clearly, uh, Apple knows how to do PR. So, exactly. um, if I were a car company, I would want to hire them. Uh, and then uh, this was really interesting. Balmer, Steve Balmer of Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. Former Microsoft. Um, he explains that he actually wanted to move into hardware faster, and it was a big like point of contention between he and Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. And he had a really interesting, uh, interesting statement. He says when he started there as CEO, he didn't know how to manage Bill Gates, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't know that I ever figured out how to manage him. Yeah, and I mean, Bill Gates didn't know how to not be the boss. Of course. Right? I mean, that's, I, I, I can imagine, yeah. yeah, from scratch to Microsoft, um, that would be pretty tough. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. They would have been into hardware a lot sooner. That's my news. You got some... I got some more news. Let's get some more news. So, so let's talk search. Okay. Right? So, mobile internet usage has surpassed desktop for the first time ever worldwide. Wow. 
Mobile internet usage, right? In October 2016, mobile and tablet devices accounted for 51.3% of internet usage compared to the 48% by desktop. This marks the first time worldwide that mobile internet usage has eclipsed desktop. And that's just internet usage in general. So that's not just that's Facebook not or not just or, search. Yeah, yeah. That's just data in general. Being online is, is happening more on mobile and tablet devices than desktops. Which makes sense because we spend less and less time sitting in front of a computer yep. and more and more time being remote. Yep. Let's talk it took Facebook. me a while to get, like, get used to it and now I'm sitting in front of the TV and on my phone like, oh, searching, shopping, whatever. I'll tell you, my wife whatever. is a master multi-device user. Right. So she's got like tablet, she phone, has TV. Laptop. All of them going right. at once. She got the TV going with her favorite game. Right. She got her laptop going on Netflix watching whatever. Right. She got the tablet going on Hulu watching something else. Right. Got her phone going and she's social. Wow. And she's actively <laughs> engaging in all of them. And then three <laughs> con- conversations going on on social, right? The Whatever is on each of yeah, those she, devices. She, she's a beast. Dad, That's so. impressive. Speaking of Facebook, more Facebook news. Facebook now has 1.18 billion, that's B with billion with the B, billion daily users. Wow. We want to talk some more billions? Facebook's advertising revenue once again showed impressive growth, reaching 6.8 billion in the Holy third smokes. quarter. Holy smokes. Wow. In the third quarter. So that was 6.8 billion for like three months worth of advertising. Wow. So. Doing well. Yeah, Facebook. They're doing well. That's what's up. That's all the I news? I can't even be mad at you. You got any patiffs? Um, I do got some patiffs. I got some patiffs. And uh, we got a huge patiff sitting in here with us right now. And then yes. she's going to help us with this other patiff. But right now, I'm going to give a punch in the face to Paul Me. Hit us okay. up on Twitter. Literally, M-E-E is his last name. Right. Matter of fact, his Twitter handle was I am Paul Me. He says, hi, at eWeb Results. Just started tuning into your podcast. Got a bit of a backlog to get through. Great topics, great advice. I will drop a five-star. Hey, we're waiting on it. Yep. Appreciate you for tuning in. Guess what we will do with that five star? Yeah, we will turn around and shout you back out. Again. We'll, we'll, we'll read it on air. That's exactly what we'll mm-hmm. do. Now, this other patif, right. this other patif I need some help with. All right. And so, I'll let you, let you kind of introduce. Yeah. So, this is pretty exciting. We can also give a, a, a patif to Christina Bautista. Mm-hmm. She is going to join our team on Tuesday. We are so excited. She, we ran her through the mill in like interviews. Yeah. She like got grilled by everyone. Like. <laughs> Crazy ball questions yeah. like how do you find the heavy ball in a set of these? I mean, uh, pretty, pretty rough time. She made it through, uh, and we're excited to have her join us. And I'm going to read this first before we, before we bring her up. Uh, this is a uh, – it's not really a review. He just it's posted – he posted uh, a patif for us, yeah. and, and I'm going to read it, and then sh- her Spanish is probably a little better than mine, so we're going to get a proper Spanish translation. <laughs> so it's, uno de, de mis re, recuerdos favoritos sobre SEO, y web results, en Twitter, y web results, en YouTube, muy entretenidos y educativos. All right, Christina, we need your help. Yeah. Come on up here. Stand up right here between us. Our mics will grab both of us. Yeah. Say hi to everyone. Hi. Say hello. Hey, this is Christina. <laughs> Say hello to Christina Bautista. By the way, uh, David pointed out that when she joins the team on Tuesday, that's going to be two CBs, Chris Burris and Christina Bautista. Oh, so, um, so that's going to be cool. All right, so tell us. What does that say? Um, basically, they like to use you guys. You're one of their favorite resources, which is good. Uh-huh. That's really good. And um, they like your Twitter and YouTube page also. Okay, cool, cool. And we are... They're interested in your, um, I guess, like, 
We're entertaining yeah. and educational. And educational. Wow. Thank you very much. Oh, I didn't get his name. You got his name, right? I got his name. That is Antonio Sagado. Boom. Punch in the face, Dude, Antonio. I to say it that way. Sagado. I like it. That's good. Sagado. Good. Yeah. All right. So say hello and say goodbye. Bye. You will see her again probably in some regard. Yeah, you Thank will you read her later. Yeah, you'll read her content. <laughs> she is going to be creating some awesome content for our clients over the next, I don't know, 25 years. <laughs> oh look at that face <laughs> she's like sure I don't yeah. know what you're talking about alright and then finally the review that I thought we didn't have it is of course five stars and this is from Austin Windshields right Austin so I had a good conversation okay. with him this week I say man he sounds like a company yeah. <laughs> it says I appreciate all of the hard work that goes into the podcast these guys really put a lot of time and effort into the podcast good usable info that I have already applied to my website with great results easy to understand seo is hard to come by thanks Thanks, guys guys. little smiley face no winky little smiley face so punch in the face to you you, appreciate um, it mr austin windshield so very cool so So, curious to know what you did what would you try how did it work hit us up Send me a link to the site well you probably already had yeah it's austin windshield so yeah it's a yeah he he um He's learned a lot from our podcast. <laughs> All right, so that is the potatoes of the podcast. Time to get into the meat. So like we said, uh, I'm going to give a good punch in the face to Jason Demers and the good folks over at Search Engine Land. He posted this article, Eight Ways SEO Has Changed in the Past 10 Years. I was like, man, I've been doing internet marketing since 2001, and so I was curious to know, what eight ways, man, why did he only choose eight and which eight did he choose? Because SEO has changed tremendously. And so um, let's dig right into it. Matter of fact, he starts off by saying um, few marketing channels have evolved as quickly or as dramatically as search engine optimization. In his infancy, SEO was a shady practice of stuffing keywords, tweaking back end code and spamming links until you started to rank well. Thankfully, Google stomped out those practices pretty quickly. And so, um, and he said, that's what he started off with saying, thankfully, Google stomped out those practices pretty quickly. And he's absolutely right. SEO used to be when it was new, like back then. Yeah. Like when Remember I started. how easy it was? It was like, oh, yeah, you could, you could literally. Add the word five times. And there you go. <laughs> put it in your meta keywords and voila, you begin to rank for it. You and submit it and the results showed up immediately. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen like that anymore. Well, exactly. It don't happen like that at all. Now, really, really the big thing about SEO for me is because. SEO encompasses everything search. It's more than just what happens in Google, Yahoo, or Bing. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I was talking to a client today, mm-hmm. and this client was sharing with me that, that one of their affiliates right. got a new marketing company. And, and had called it an SEO company. Called it an yes. SEO company. Right, right. And that's the point I'm making. This company didn't do anything but add paid budget and generate more pay-per-click ads. So technically, this wasn't a an SEO no. company it was wasn't it, SEO work at all. It was pay-per-click work. It was pay-per-click yeah. work, but she called it an SEO company. And yeah. I think it's worth noting that that's the general uh, com- um, the general consensus with most people when they refer to their internet marketing company. They'll say, let me talk to my SEO guys or talk to my SEO dude or I have an SEO company, even though this company may be doing pay-per-click or email marketing or everything else. So, so I think that is one of the main ways SEO has changed yep. is in regards to how people holistically look at SEO in general. Yep. But he he highlighted eight of them. So number one. Number one. The rise of content. 
Huge. It used to be just about keywords and links. It used to be like it was the rise of words. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now maybe it went, then it went to like phrases and now it's actually He said content. the rise of content. He said there's a rise in content marketing as part of a successful SEO strategy. Google has steadily refined what it considers to be good content over the years, but it was the Panda update in 2011 that served as the death blow to spammy content and keyword stuffing. And he's absolutely right. It used to remember back when we were probably, let's see, 340, 300 podcasts ago, we were saying what? Keywords, keywords, keywords. keywords. When was the last time we said yeah. that? Been a no, minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a reason we haven't said that because keywords aren't the focus anymore. Right. Content is the focus. Having a more semantic approach to your keywords is more the focus. Now it's all about not only content, but the types of content, right? Not just text, but videos and images and infographics and newsletters and all these other types of content that can be created. The rise of content is what's important with SEO, not just keywords. Number two. Number two. The death of link schemes. This is a good one. He says, the simplest explanation is this. Any attempt to deliberately influence your ranking with links could qualify as a link scheme. And you remember all of those link schemes? People swapping links. People buy 10,000 links for 10 bucks. That sort of deal. I still well, get clients asking about, like, oh, should I try this? Yeah, don't go mm. on Fiverr and buy 1,000 links. No. It's just not going to work for you. Especially with... Penguin being part of the core algorithm now, he just they really will catch you tomorrow. Don't want to do that. They will catch you when the link is live. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want to do that. So no more swapping links, right? No more pay links. Now you have to earn these links. Now you have to literally write good content. Now you have to submit to these directories. Now you have to be relevant and really skilled at guest blogging and doing all of these things necessary to build high quality links because no more value comes from those paid links and swapping links and things like that link the death of link schemes was number two number three three the reshaping of local big oh, yeah. seo change huge Man, seo change years, yeah because back I then podcasting about the evolution right mm-hmm. first it was local business separate than organic mm-hmm. like totally separate mm-hmm. and then boom so so he goes on to say local searches have become more common and more location specific over the years, mostly thanks to mobile devices. And he's right. Just consider how Google changed, right? We went from Google Places to, to Google Local to Google Plus to Google Local Plus. And, and now we're at Google My Business. And so just the local landscape there has changed uh, tremendously. Not yeah. to mention, he mentioned mobile devices. So let's talk mobile devices. Right. In regards to local search, we had a huge increase over the last two years in near me searches and things like that. All research shaping how local results are presented local change the game in regards to seo and as more and more devices we get the more technology is being used local will become increasingly more and more the focus the way we've described it here at our office with our clients and as we're talking mm-hmm. is google's gone hyper local right yeah. you can really get you will get different results from a different zip code just move one zip code code over yeah. and, and be in houston yeah in houston you got several zip codes and depending on which zip code you're in is going to determine the results you see absolutely depending on what you search number four, four the serp 
overhauls, search engine results page overhauls. We're talking eight things that changed with SEO in the last yeah. 10 years. Number four is the SERP overhauls. He says, I can't tell you how many times search engine result pages have changed and not many people could. Some of these changes are so small, it's debatable rather to even count them. And he's right because there have been so <laughs> many changes. Matter of fact, Chris, you just alluded to some of them. We yeah. were talking local. Right. So remember first, there was the six pack. Yep. Matter of fact, it was a seven pack because it was A through G. Right. Remember that? Yep. And then it changed to the three pack. Right. Then AdWords made some changes. They removed the whole right side. Yep. Right. Shorten the yep. ads up. Then they started changing from yellow links to green links. Um, then sometimes they were adding in stars and then removing those stars. Now, Author. Authorship yep. was there and came and gone within those 10 years. Yep. I forgot all about authorship. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of SERP overhauls. The key here is that when these changes happen, because Google is always making these changes, you must be abreast of what these changes are. Right. right. If you were doing paid ads and you were low bidding and taking advantage of being in the right column because you were getting decent traffic. Well, when they removed the right column, you were forced to make an adjustment. Yep. Right. If you were maybe getting decent traffic in position E for your local search and then they went to the three pack. You had to make some adjustments in yep. order to continue getting traffic. And so the key is Google will always change the SERPs. Bing is constantly manipulating their SERPs. Right. It's important to stay abreast of what those changes are so you can make the right adjustments. We get prospects who come in and sometimes even clients are like, okay, so why is there this monthly fee? Don't you guys just make a change to a website and then, then that's it? No. And the answer is twofold, right? So one of them is if your competition is making changes, the thing that you did in order to get good position and they're continuing to do that, they'll eventually bump you down. Mm-hmm. So that's just a fact. And the other is all of these algorithm and SERP changes that happen that end up pushing you down because you're not staying up to date on them yep. and your competitors are got to be aware of it yeah number five number five the rise of the knowledge graph jason this was a good one right here he says the knowledge graph attempts to give users direct concise answers to their queries often presenting them with a box of information about general subject and answer straightforward to their query He's right. Knowledge Graph is great. Yeah. Knowledge Graph works wonders for the user. The Knowledge Graph is a breath of fresh air when you're looking for something really, really yeah. quickly. You don't have time to search. That Knowledge Graph box, especially if it happens to talk back to you because you did a voice search, is even better. Yeah. That's from the user perspective. Right. As an agency or you as a client or someone who's managing your website, Knowledge Graph kind of sucks because now these people don't have to click to get to your website. The answer is put right in front of them. Yep. And so you do all this content writing and all this optimization. So when somebody searches right? for an answer so they can click your site to find it and Google says, you know what? You do have the best answer. So we're just going to pull that content from your site and just say it. So now they've said it. So the user doesn't. The user doesn't have to click. The user doesn't have to search anymore. The user doesn't have to scroll. And that's kind of best case scenario, right? Worst case is they choose somebody else, right? So they get up in the knowledge graph. Yeah. People get the information without even having to click through to the web pages, and it's not even your information. And just consider this: the knowledge graph is is only going to get bigger. It's continually growing, right? They added health answers to like the top two hundred and fifty questions. They added the the top one hundred and fifty sounds animals make. Right. So you can go to Google and search, you know, what sound does a cow make, and your knowledge graph response will say. Mm. I was wondering. That was a good one. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> and so the point is, like, like with Knowledge Graph being as as focused as it is and continuously growing, you want to make sure that your site is ranking, that you do have information, because for that random person who happens to not get the answer they want in the Knowledge Graph, they will scroll. You want to take advantage of that. Yep. Number six. Six. Mobile prioritization. 
talking SEO changes. Right, right. The focus on making mobile a priority was huge in the last couple of years. He's always on to say and I, continue to be right. Oh, it, where, where we just AMD? said, yeah, yeah. We just said that mobile eclipsed internet usage entirely. So yeah. he matter of fact, he says um, optimizing for mobile has become not only common but downright required these days, in no small part due to Google's continuing and escalating insistence. He's right. Google is pushing mobile. Why? Because most of their users are on mobile devices and they want the user to have a great experience. And so they're pushing SEOs to be more mobile friendly. Right. Oh, well, what does that mean? That means be mobile friendly. That means have fast pages. That means make this site and content easy to absorb on a mobile device. That means, you know, make it on tablets and, and make your site responsive. Right. Right. And things like that, because, um, it's important. You don't want people to have to pinch and zoom and struggle to read your content on a mobile device. Because if they do, then frankly, Google's probably not going to show it anyway. Right. So you need your site to be mobile friendly. Page speed is important and things like that because uh, the focus on mobile. It seems like the more people go mobile, the less patience they have. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. you know, I need this to happen immediately. Yeah. And so, yeah, if your site's slow, you're not focusing on mobile, you're probably missing out. And it's, what is it, AMP? The Accelerated pages? mobile pages, yeah. yep. I mean, so Google's rolling them out, Facebook has them, um, and these are, the, and, and they're growing, right. right? So at first, the AMP pages, for example, just needed to be really content pages that were stripped down of all of the background images and, and, and coding, and it's really just kind of plain text. Right. But now they've got a way you can embed forms. You can add media into these uh, AMP pages and still rank really, really fast. And the page performs really, really quickly. Yeah. So it's just going to continue to grow. Matter of fact, they got a new thing called um, advanced AWAs. Heard of those? I have not. Advanced web apps. And this is a concept coming on where people are really creating these apps that work across desktops, tablets, and mobile devices. And so there's really no need to create a responsive website or to create an app. Instead, you create your advanced web app that acts as your site and your app. And with, when you see people like Microsoft and Windows making those changes using apps for software and things like that, it's a matter of time before that's the new standard. Real talk. Number seven. Seven. The death of keywords. We just talked about we didn't say keywords, keywords, keywords anymore. He says Panda and Penguin killed off the practice of keyword stuffing, but a smaller, more curious update in 2013 spelled the soft death of keyword optimization altogether. Hummingbird is the name of that update that introduced semantic search. And he's absolutely right. We used to have to find out some keywords, figure out how much they were searched, and then write content revolving those keywords, right? You want to get the right density. You want to have the keywords in this content enough times and your meta and your title and throughout right. your text. But now that's really not as important as it once was. Still and need that, to do it. Yeah. It kind of still falls on our checklist of basic I SEO. I call it the death of keywords, uh, for sure. It's definitely probably more the growth of keywords because now it's really yeah, about semantic search. Yeah. yeah, it's really about semantic search. It's really about what does the searcher mean Yep. when they're looking for this what's the intent right so if the google feels like they're meaning they're looking to buy something even though they didn't use the words buy sell or purchase if the intent is to buy then they will see results where they can buy and that's an algorithm update thanks to hummingbird right and so the key is making sure that your content is not focused on keywords 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 but more focused on search intent and what this searcher is meaning and and the possibilities of what they could be looking for because uh that's what that's what the, the hummingbird update was specifically targeting. 
Number eight. eight. This is the last one. Um, update and pacing and impact. And so he's talking about the update and the impact of all of the changes that have been happening uh, throughout SEO. Matter of fact, he says, in the few years following Panda, Google stressed search optimizers out by releasing seemingly random major updates to its search algorithm that fundamentally changed how the rankings were calculated. Right, what does all that mean? That means Google went down the path where they released Panda, they released Penguin, they released Hummingbird, they released all Caffeine, they released all of these different algorithm updates kind of randomly. They had a huge impact. And so we had to stop what you're doing and go fix whatever it was because you didn't want to be penalized by whatever the update was. Now they've changed. Right? These 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 there, there aren't any more random major rollouts. Right. Panda is part of the core algorithm right. now. Penguin is part of the core algorithm now. Hummingbird is part of the core algorithm now. And so now you don't have to wait on a on a huge change. All of these things are happening daily. They're happening all the time. They're happening more consistently. They're happening gradually. And so it's just up to you, up to us, up to your webmaster or right. whoever managing your website to just be up to date with these things. To constantly make sure your link profile is up to date because Panda Penguin is always running. Right. To make sure that your content is is, is is relevant. To make sure that it fits your site. To make sure it has the right word count and has value because Panda is constantly rolling. And so you want to make sure that you have all of these things in place because Google has reduced the amount of updates and impact that they're doing. In his final thoughts, he says, uh, understanding where SEO has come from and where SEO stands today will help you become a better online marketer. Duh. He's absolutely right. You must stay up to date with everything that's happening because if you don't, you will get left behind. But you kind of started yeah. off saying yeah. the reason people ask about the monthly fee is to stay up to date. Yep. It's to make sure you're not penalized by, by any search engine um, uh, algorithm update. It's to make sure that your ranking isn't dropping. It's to make sure that your site is converting. That's why you have to keep doing it. So, punch in the face to you, man. Jason Demers. Eight ways SEO has changed in the past 10 years. Uh, great article. I great stuff. It. Do we have any what news? Um, no, I didn't have any what news. Well, my only what news was, well, go, yeah. Go, go Cubs. They, they, oh. 108 years of no victories and boom, they, yeah, they we got, got a guy, uh, uh, DG here in our office. He's a, he's a Cubs Chicago from Chicago. In, Chicago yeah. in it? Yeah. He was, he was like thrilled. Like, it was Go awesome. vote. That's yeah. my blanks. Yeah, go vote. Go vote. Like, if you don't have a favorite in the party, that's okay. I guarantee you somebody on your ballot for the local area you live in needs your vote. Like, yeah. some local government, some local judge, some local politician, some local bond, some school is passing something. There's more than just the president's on his ballot. Yeah. So, just go vote. Go vote. All right. So, um... If you like this podcast, you could do us a very small favor. And in fact, if you're on Facebook Live right now, it'd be a great opportunity. Just go ahead and share this podcast with three people. Just three people. Right now, just hit the share, tag three people. I don't care if you do it on Facebook, you do this on Twitter. However you're watching or engaging this podcast right now, share. Take that time. We appreciate it. If you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call EO Results for increased profit and revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral, that's somebody who's interested in internet marketing, uh, their websites, social media, email marketing, email marketing, click management, SEO, website which is design. always changing, um, go ahead and send them to us. They pay their bill. We pay you. We have a great referral program in place. 
I am part of a local in Houston networking group called Up Social Network, and we are doing something pretty phenomenal. You think it's pretty phenomenal? I don't even think you excited enough. We're doing something <laughs> amazingly phenomenal, Me? massively phenomenal. Uh, I'm about to make up a word. All right. <laughs> Phenomenalisma. Yeah. So, so this is what it is. We're actually going to go for a Guinness World Record. Right? Boom. Boom. So this is the most number of TV interviews in a 24-hour period. 24-hour period. Yes, I'm going to stay awake for 24 hours. So is my co-host, Nolan Davis, and anyone else I can sucker it into joining us. Uh, <laughs> I've <yes>. been suckered. <laughs> yes, we need coffee sponsors. So if you happen to be a Starbucks or something, we definitely need a coffee sponsor uh, for this Guinness Book World Record attempt. I prefer the Grande White Chocolate Mocha. Yeah, just white chocolate. Throw, just throwing that out there. You can drop those off hourly, uh, starting <laughs> at uh, let's see, we're doing noon to noon. So if you drop out, drop them off hourly from midnight, I think that will probably be a good. That'll work well. We're actually gonna have a DJ at night. I don't know if you knew that. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, so what we're going to do is interview 300 businesses. Most of them will be in the Houston area. They don't have to be. And you may be wondering how you can participate. It's actually pretty easy. Uh, Google this. You're going to Google Kickstarter Up Social Network. There will be a Kickstarter profile campaign, whatever it's called. Go there, watch the video. It's fun. It's interesting. And you can participate. It's $350 to participate. Actually, it's $250 to Skype in, $350 to show up. Mm -hmm. And you will get a video of your participation, a branded video of your participation in that event that you can share. Imagine having... Not not to mention, don't don't glaze over the fact that you are also, your interview is included in the Guinness World, (laughs) included in their records. So let's... There's value there. How many people have ever participated in a Guinness World Record? Ask that. Of anyone you know, the answer will be no. If you participate in this, the answer will now be yes. For you. For you. And imagine having your business associated with that stream. Um, It's going to be a 24-hour stream. Uh, We're actually thinking we're going to get about 500,000 views. Think about it. Each person who gets on is going to share it with their network. Every, so that's 300 people sharing their interview on their network, and you're associated with the overall stream. It's going to be amazing. So again, just totally go, worth it. go Google totally worth Kickstarter it. Up Social Network uh, and make sure you participate at that 250 or 350 level. Uh, I think we're down to like eight days or something of, uh, of getting that Kickstarter funded. Um, and then we've got Plan B. Anyway, so <laughs> it's going to happen. Just go ahead and support that Kickstarter campaign. Um, after that, if you're in Houston, Up Social Network, make sure you join that Guinness. You're going to be able to join us at, at Up Social Network regularly. Um, it's a pretty amazing and different organization. And uh, and after that, really, it's time to say goodbye from the podcast. So um, we were filmed live here in Houston, Texas at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106. Houston, Texas, 77092. You can get a transcript of the podcast, a video of the podcast, audio of the podcast, and just in general kind of check out our website by going to ewebresults.com. You guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. Appreciate y'all watching live. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Lewis. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Eyebrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely Headed my way Cool as mountain snow Girl, glow, girl Pining, shining Needing some play Where have you been All my life 
SEO Podcast 346. Put us in the mix. You're listening to Chuck and Chris. Today we're talking about SEO, so tune in. Because if you're not checking us, then what you doing? <laughs> Let's go. SEO Podcast 346. 346. Boom.